Hello, hello, hello. Episode 115 with me, Craig. A little coffee with friends. Here you go. Ah. Happy Wednesday to you. This is my Tuesday podcast on a Wednesday. Lots of travel. I was in San Francisco, so my last uh, podcast was about seeing Odessa out at Outside Lands. Uh, this past weekend, the band Everything played on Browns Island with Cracker and Fighting Gravity, which was awesome. Huge audience, beautiful summer night. It wasn't hot. Browns Island is gorgeous. It's right at the edge of Richmond uh, on the James River. It's a really beautiful location for a concert. Maybe I'll do a podcast talking about Browns Island. Um, but it was great to be in front of people to make vibration and music Super grateful to see old friends, uh, which is awesome. The weather here on the Outer Banks has turned amazing. Today is like 80 degrees. There's a breeze coming off the ocean. It's sunny. Uh, Last night, I actually put a little jacket on. It was like the first kind of like, ooh, it's feeling like fall. What's up with that? Ooh. And there's the sort of uh, blues in August when you realize the summer is over. And I was thinking about that, which is like, oh, yeah, like, it's deep because it's how many summers do we get in the world, right? If you're lucky, you get 80, 75, 85, 90, 100. That's not a lot of summers. It feels like a lot of summers, but it's not a lot of summers. And I think we're programmed to know like, oh, the sunlight, the growing, the shift, And it's uh, letting go of some things, you know, like, oh, the high times and the halcyon days and the memories. It's like time to shift. And there's also a beauty and wisdom and depth in that shift as well, right? There's comfort in it and there's direction and there's also grace and beauty in the space that's coming. So there's that. Today's podcast is an extension of a lot of things I talk about. Uh, coming right out of Outside Lands, going to see Odessa. I mentioned that I went to see Odessa because I have some friends who manage the group. And my buddies, Adam and Randy. And Randy started in the band, everything with me, uh, managing the band. So we all came up together and Adam started in our office in the late 90s and has just turned into an epically superstar manager. Uh, so I went out to honor the work that he's been involved in as well as Randy, but Randy couldn't be with us out in San Francisco. So I was with young Adam to see this iconic performance. And in my journey to San Francisco, which I haven't been to California in 10 years, last time I was there, I was on the side of a mountain in Big Sur with young Trisha, asking her to marry me. And... It was beautiful to go out, and I, my takeaways from being out in San Francisco, my most mm, uh, ma, 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 meaningful, memorable experiences were spending time with my friends and having great conversations, doing yoga, seeing Adam just stoked with what was happening with his group and being with them, and that's a really good place to be. For my journey in the music industry back in the 90s, I was the front man of a band, and 
I just was all in and I was well-meaning and heartfelt and good-natured and egotistical and narcissistic and indulgent, all of those things like a young creator is, and hyper-competitive. I didn't really know it at the time. So I was struggling between being totally collaborative, which is emerging now as a coach for me, and learning that skill set to be other-focused. So being collaborative and then hyper-competitive, which is like I felt like it was my job to work harder, be out front, be smarter, be more talented, be more, 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 more. Like I thought that was what I was driven to do, and I was just never at ease because I was constantly just on the racetrack in my mind. And there are a lot of people, a lot of performers that are like that. I'm hoping that the younger generation of performers are working through this part of it because it seems like the self-destructive artist thing is kind of played out. However, I think we can see in humanity that everything's going all at once, right? (laughs) It's hard to track. So today, the topic is bearing witness to your friends. And this is something that has come up quite a bit recently that I realize I'm really into. I'm into, and this is something that I'm learning through coaching, which is like deep listening and reflection and being with someone while they process things to find their direction. But I love the idea of bearing witness to my friends, where you observe them and get to be with them and give them reflection and feedback and, you know, thumbs up and high fives and gratitude and observation about things you love and trying to get as far into what they're about in terms of their output or whatever that is to acknowledge it at as much of a nuanced level as possible. Because in today's society, you know, with social media, like people bear witness to themselves. And, you know, that's cool, but it's much cooler when you can bear witness to your friends. And I love this. And I've I've really started to try to relish this as much as possible because I find that it gives me energy. It makes me feel less alone and it makes me feel lighter. And it allows me to do the work that I do with uh, greater ease, less overthinking. It allows me to talk about what I do publicly, bearing witness for myself in the way that I feel is respectful. And it's cool. And I I love that I got to go see Adam crush it with Odessa. And that was very meaningful to me. Because it's like, hey, this is my, my brother who's surfing a huge wave right now. And the same for his partner, Randy, who's one of my best friends as well, who is now retiring very early from the music industry because he's done very well. And he wants to go surf a different wave. And to spend time with him to honor and relish how far he's come and the expertise he has garnered through his path. And, you know, the relationship I have with Steve Van Dam and the band Everything and Nate Brown, who I've known forever, and as we come back together to make music, to really respect and honor how they've grown as people and the skills they really have and the things that I find incredibly valuable about what they do. And, and just be happy about it and just be like, hey, that's great. Great things 
happen for you, they're happening for me as well, right? If you do well, I do well. There's the Ubuntu in that. And that's a phrase that I learned from my mentor who was working with Archbishop Desmond Tutu on a project that I was associated with in like the year 2000, I think. But yeah, the word Ubuntu, which is uh, I am because we are, or I am what I am because of you, right? The interconnectedness of things. And that's interesting because here in the West, rugged individualism, sovereignty of the individual, which is incredibly important. And then that dance between the individual and the collective, and so I think that that's something to be acknowledged. And by bearing witness to your friends, you are acknowledging their individual vibe and goodness. But by doing so, you're collectivizing it, right? Hey, this is, this is a good thing. You're not taking ownership over it, but you're celebrating it, right? And therefore participating in the energy and the direction of it. And I think it's really important. And uh, my mentor, Mark, house was telling me about some inner dynamics of small teams and businesses. And he's like, Hey, high functioning teams have like at least a three to one ratio of positive comments to negative comments. And that for me personally, as somebody who's very direct and sometimes I had the spear of truth, if you will, uh, I could be very negative, right? Hey, this is, that's messed up. Right. And I wasn't wrong, but it's like, when you say that to someone, it's like, Hey, here's what's wrong about that. That's not going to get the results that I'm after or we're after or you're after whoever and three positive comments to one negative comment. Hey, here's what I loved about it. Here's what I loved about it. Here's what I loved about it. And Hey, we might consider this. And it's a, for someone like me, that's not a natural exercise. So by bearing witness to my friends and really relishing in how well people are doing and the things they are doing great and the things that I can learn, just like with coaching, asking the right question, then all of a sudden it's like the human experience becomes that much deeper and more open and more elevating because it doesn't have anything to do with how good I am, how hard I'm working or how well I'm doing or anything like that. It actually helps that because I'm also encouraged and I realize like, oh wow, I am surrounded by great people and that's been a thing with someone like myself who at times has just struggled mentally. And I know a lot of people feel isolated right now. And a lot of people have addictions to technology and other things and, you know, narcissism and, and anxiety about the future because we're so hyperconnected and all that stuff. Um, but that simple bearing witness to your friends, it's, it creates less loneliness. For me, it does. And it's helped me go, you know what, I've been surrounded by great people my whole life. I've been lucky. And that's also a reflection on me, and it has allowed me to go, oh, cool. Like, hey, if I vacillate between too high, too low, that can attenuate those swings by saying, hey, I'm in an ecosystem of friends that I get to celebrate, and by focusing on them, takes the weight off of me. And it's an antidote to ego issues. And that's been a really cool moment in my life. And I realized that not everybody has an ecosystem of friends that they can relish. Maybe they're surrounded by people they have to watch out for. I don't know. Everybody's situation is different. Mine hasn't always been easy, but it has always been easier than probably a lot of people. 
And I think just acknowledging that context is important. And bearing witness to your friends is incredibly important. And I'm so grateful that I can do it. I'm grateful for the coaches I have around me that are helping me right now. I'm grateful for my bandmates, my family, my friends that I get to talk to, who we get to laugh about things, and, and my friends who are working hard to make themselves better. And even the ones that are struggling, grateful for that too. So I hope you get a chance to bear witness to your friends and celebrate their light and expansion because I feel like that that will catch on and grow. So that's what I have for today. Let's have another sip together, a little sip of coffee. Ah, tasty. Wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, whenever you are, be good to yourself.